Welcome to Letters from the Pen. I'm your host, RB Singer Nakia. And I'm your co-host, Dee. We have a really uh, great show for you guys tonight. So make sure you stay tuned because we are going to be talking to Rob Schwartz from Humag TV and everything else. And um, he's going to be dropping some good jewels for you guys. But before we get into all of that, shout out to our sponsors who makes Letters from the Pen possible. LHS Home Care for all of your home care needs in the New York and Tri-State area. Amore Dior Designs for all of your pressing needs. Photography Got Next for all of your photography needs. Kryptonitation 420 Wear. And all of these links are up on our website, www.lettersfromthepin.com. You can get the links there and go check out these amazing companies and what they have to offer, their services. JRC Cleanup. No job is too big or too small. OG2 Entertainment. Shout out to OG2 Entertainment. Also, we cannot go without shouting out Humag TV and iFame TV, which you can catch letters from the pin there every Sunday night. But anyway, how was your week? Oh, very busy, 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 busy. Here she goes. Acting like she was so busy. I was. Tell me what was so busy. A lot of things. I was doing a lot of things. I was a part of a lot of events this week. Mm Mm-hmm. Like what? Um, Like a little special campaign at Mercy Hospital. You was over there bothering them people? No, I was helping out with the campaign. Hmm. Interesting. Busy week. Okay. If you say so. But anyway, we're going to get into this letter. There were so many um, good letters to choose from. It's just sad because I want to read them all in one night, in one sitting. But unfortunately, we only have an hour, so we cannot read them all. But it was a very hard choice this week to pick what letter was going um, to be read because I think that the letter that I am going to read is very near and dear to a lot of women and a lot of women experience this and they go through this and you know Mm. sometimes people just you know need some advice but anyway let me get all off up into this letter okay Dear Letters from the Pen, I've been seeing this guy on and off for about 10 years. Sometimes they're on, sometimes they're off. We don't have a serious relationship. It's pretty open. So I see who I see when I see them, and he sees who he wants to see when he sees them. I've caught feelings for this guy. I don't think he has the same feelings. We never established that we were in a committed relationship. I do want to establish that with him being in a serious committed relationship. However, I don't think that that's something that he wants. So should I just accept the relationship as it is and continue and keep going? Because I guess having a piece of him is better than having none of him. Or do I tell him how I feel, wait to see what happens and give him an ultimatum to either be serious with me or to move on? What should I do? Please help. Leave. Move on, find you somebody nice, and leave. 
But at the end of the day, you put put yourself in that situation by having on and off relationship, on and off relationship. He sees, first of all, do you like to be a swinger? Because if you like to be a swinger and that's something that you like to do, then stay. Hey, do you? Okay, but look, don't you think that she should maybe give him like a chance to, to say, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be in a serious committed relationship with you. So they haven't even had that conversation. I mean, sis is crazy. So they don't anyway. have that conversation. Well, I mean, sis is crazy anyway for being or allowing herself to be in an open relationship. And I think a lot of men, that's how a lot of men get over with having their cake and eating it too. And sometimes women have low self-esteem and they're so desperate that it's like, oh, okay, um, he's over here sleeping with this woman, but I'm gonna take any piece of him that I can get. And women need to um, need to get it together. I mean, men do the same thing. Some men do the same thing too, but women always get played the most in that area and, they, and sis needs to get it together. I would say, if you really feel like you're in love with this person, have that conversation and um, see where the conversation takes you. If he's not receptive to giving you what you want, I would suggest moving on because you should think of yourself to be more valuable than that. And I'm sorry, I don't know about anybody else, but I ain't sharing no wang wang. We just not doing that. That's just a no for me. I mean, I don't know if it's a no for everybody else, but that's a no for me. Like, we not doing that. The disrespect. Mm. Fix it, Jesus. Anyway. What advice you got for sis? Maybe since they didn't have the conversation sit down and have that conversation once he says he likes it the way that he is you have to do what you have to do for yourself just move on if it's not going to work not everything that glitters is gold so it might work it might not work you won't know until you have that conversation I mean what I'm going to say is out the gate if he didn't think enough of you to make you a priority and stop messing with other females it's probably it's probably not I mean you've been messing with him on and off for 10 years at some point in 10 years somebody can figure out if they're going to be in a, in a relationship with somebody or not I was going to say why didn't he never approach it or make the move or have the conversation girl, so obviously he liked it like that girl you got if he can have his cake and eat it too, then why change it? And then why? And then he's probably going to look at her and say, why are you complaining now? It's been 10 years. Why are you complaining now? Girl. I don't know, but um, I don't know if some females think they're they doing coochie rentals or what. Because, um, baby, you ain't getting none of these here goodies um, for free. And we just paying puff, puff playing puff puff give we're not about to do that Mm-mm. no puff puff give so are Mm-mm. they puff puff puffing on the coochie Mm-mm. then giving it up i don't know what you're trying to say no no what the hell what they they, they puffing on something they acting like they hot if you just gonna give away your real estate for free to a passer buyer girl buy real estate so now it's for sale like. it's on the market i wonder if you I wonder, I wonder if he has his stuff together, what he looks like, what he has going on for himself. 
what just I, I just want to know what his what like what his setup and situation and dynamic is because what are you getting out of running back and forth with this girl and having an open relationship and oh today I'm in today I'm out like what the hell you think you're playing double dutch mm-hmm. tag you're like, right I'm confused um you know it's just crazy anyway you should have played that um Letitia Scott and what's his name Jay Shine song one night stand no well this ain't no this ain't no one night stand this is but every time he goes back it feels like another one night stand ain't no one night stand listen you can't sleep with somebody for 10 years and that's their role play every time he goes back it's a one night stand for him he's hitting it that one night he's leaving he's coming back and honestly I know us dudes out here in their feelings about what I'm saying, but if you're in your feelings about what I'm saying, that means there's validity behind what I'm saying. And if you don't like the outcome in a the story, then change your story. Stop running around, dropping your salami everywhere, thinking it's cute. Because when you end up making a baby that you don't want, you're going to have bigger problems than jumping in and out of somebody's hot pocket. Okay? And there's also women that are that way as well. So hey, works I'm not taking. Ways. Listen, I'm not. I'm not taking none of the blame off her. That's her problem and her fault. If she's allowing this. Happy dude. Women's Month, everybody! Happy Women's Month once again. We're not done. March is still here. Women's okay. Month. Yes. Okay. That's Women's All Month, right. and I'm giving women a lot of advice. Okay. If a man does not feel like you are worth wiping up, then guess what? It's not worth giving your hot pocket to his little tic-tac dingling. Let's just be real about it. And I don't care how good the sex is or it isn't. At some, you have to have some moment of sanity in your mind. What if mind. he doesn't have a tic-tac? What if he has a Slim Jim? It, it the don't matter. Time. I just said, I mean, it the doesn't extreme. matter. The, the extreme be, Slim Jim. But it doesn't matter. There has to be some moment of sanity that you have for yourself to say, you know what? okay, this dude has been sleeping with me on and off for 10 years, right? First of all, people aren't dumb. So he obviously knows that this female is in love with him. And what you're going to do, just keep stringing her along so you can just be all up in everybody's soup kitchen? Chow bye. Chow bye. Anyway, um, you guys can call in live, 888-627-6008. You got something to say, call in. You want to challenge me? Call in. Let's talk about this. Okay, we got to get this together. Let's talk about it. But anyway, we about to uh, play this song, Truth Serum by Nakia, by me. This is a perfect song um, for this letter right here. So we're going to play Truth Serum and we're going to be right back. Okay. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Got a whole baby on the way? I guess that was something that you just feel like I needed to know. Baby, sit down, let's talk about it. I know we both were wrong. Falling out of love, I think I doubt it. I know you're coming home. But you're out in the club, playing with these freaks. Instead of being home, up under me. Out in the streets, when I'm lonely in our sheets. Going 
how did we get here? When you said we'd be forever, when you whispered in my ear. Now you act like I ain't shit, and you act like you don't care. So you cheating with that chick up the block with curly hair. If that bitch come outside, I'm gonna smack her, yeah, I swear. Look at the hurt, look at the pain, look at the tears. Are you prepared to throw away the years? A woman's scorn, eyes truthfully, they reveal. Try to hide the pain deep inside I feel. Pitch myself just to see if this is real. I used to love you, now I really do despise. Tell you full of shit, you can't look me in the eyes. So long, baby boy, you done lost a good thing. Now go scuba diving in the ocean for your ring. I toss that shit, nigga. Yes, welcome back to Letters from the Pen. So, our guest is having a little bit of technical difficulties getting up on here, but we're going to continue on with this letter. Because um, I'm getting a whole bunch of messages in my inbox from um, dudes um, that are out here in their feelings. So, I don't understand why you messaging me. You all in your feelings call in. Like, Shoot, got me hot. All up in my inbox talking about, um, oh, well, what did the female do? And this and this and that. And the third, listen, sir, don't be all on my inbox, okay? You can call in, 888-627-6007, okay? Call into the show and, and, and it, go ahead and express yourself. Stop being all angry in my inbox because it is what it is. And, um... <clears throat> my opinion won't change and it's still going to be the same. Okay. Sis. I'm starting yeah. to think they, that I'm their favorite. Listen, you could be anybody's favorite you want. I keep it real. Okay. How you going to be mad because you want to run out sleeping with somebody. Then when a girl catch feelings, you want to get mad like, oh, like why is she, why is she trying to, trying to be my girl? Why this, why that? 
Okay, because he'll be in his feelings too. If she goes out and she sleeps with someone else, then it's, oh, why are you giving my away? That belongs to me. No hmm. other dude needs to be in your castle. So hmm. it works hmm. both ways. Hmm. Hmm. Just saying. There's plenty of dudes out here that will gladly wipe up a female that is doing her own thing, got her stuff together, not needing you. And then on top of that, if when a woman states that like, oh, I don't need a man, I can handle this for myself, then men get mad about that. Like, oh, you're too strong. You think you want to be in charge. But guess what? Who made it to where women had to step up and play that role, right? Men have a lot to do with that. They play a big part in that, okay? You Men will go out here, have kids with, with a woman, and I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them will have kids and they'll run off and leave the kids because they don't want to deal with the woman no more. Then if another brother moves in to raise your kids that you're not choosing to take care of, then it's a problem. Why is it a problem? Check yourself. Makes no sense. Does it make sense to you? Does it make, who does it make sense to? I don't know who it makes sense to. Does that make sense to you? Mm, it is what it is. Ciao. Mm. Dudes running around here mad. They need to go put their face mask on. How about that? But at the end of the day, did he tell her what it was from the beginning? Girl, they never do. You know they did never she do. Know? Let's be did, serious. Does she know what it is from the beginning? Some but people here's, like here's that. My thing. Strings attached. Even, but, but here's Homie my thing. Love of friends. Even if, even if they stated from the beginning what it was, I don't care how strong you are. Like, you could be Goliath. You sleeping with somebody for 10 years, you cannot tell me that somebody's not catching feelings. Period. It's just nobody's built like that. It's just not happening. I'm built like that. Yeah, okay. I'll be like, oh, boy, no. done. Here's your clothes. Get up out of here. Anyway, I ain't got time. Ain't no cutting um, But I, need I don't somebody... have to think about that because Look, I have a fiance. I need I need somebody to um to call in live now and tell me what they did with their stimulus check and how much they got. Okay, because if another person act like they balling because they got a stimulus check because they had like 10 kids. Whew. I didn't get no stimulus check. I can't qualify. That's why I'm eating potato chips. I can't afford no food, okay? I'm lying. Mm-mm-mm. Did you get a stimulus check? We don't do those. Okay. Um, but if other people want to give me a stimulus check, I'm willing to take that. Mm, call in live. 888-627-6007. If you want to give me your stimulus check, you can cash app it to me at dollar sign D-E-E D-E-E one two eight zero. So you want to give you want oh no, you want you want somebody to give you their stimulus check. Yeah, cash at me your stimulus. Oh. I, 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 I will show you what to do with it. You might not be Put able to, um, somebody might not be able to cash up you, 
the um the stimulus check. Okay, well, I have Venmo, I have Zelle, I have PayPal, I have Facebook, I have Snapchat, I have all of that. Oh, yeah, because you I'll, know, I'll tell you how to send them funds. Oh, <laughs> call in live 888 My bad, I said seven before, it's 6008. Oh. That's because somebody made me mad coming in my inbox trying to tell me off about what I said. And I know it was a guy. It has to be a guy. You getting all mad in your feelings. Trying to get mad because somebody's saying that, you know, you shouldn't be smashing nobody for 10 years. And um, not solidifying what it is. I mean, if y'all have an open relationship, that's fine. Whatever. That's your thing. But don't just be sleeping with the girl and not explaining what it is. Like, come on now. Come on, sir. Okay, sir, everybody. I want you sir, guys to hashtag give your mom D your you, stimulus. Raise you better than that. Okay. Hashtag give D your stimulus. Hashtag. Go on, do that. All right, so check it out. We're gonna um go ahead and we're gonna play another song. Um, and then hopefully by the time we come back, our guest will be up in here because he's having technical difficulties with his phone. But, um, ooh, okay, so we're not going to play that song, because you see, you're on mute, you're on mute, Rob. Oh, it came on and went off. How's that? Man, uh, there you go, there you go. You hear me? Man, the house. I can hear you. Damn. I can hear you. Yeah, I got to do with the phone. These Macs, I don't know what's going on, this keychain login is driving me nuts, but uh, here we it's are. The Apple. Yes, yes, yes. It's what's the, the Apple. Deal? They acting yeah. up. They are. That's not true. That's so, true. I hate that. Not anyway. all the time. So we have our special guest, Rob Schwartz, in the building. In the house. I'm so glad that he's here. Um, Rob, introduce yourself for those that don't know who you are. Oh, my God. I'll be here for an hour. Uh, I'm Rob Schwartz. I'm on Humag Multimedia, Humag Distribution. Um, Humag Multimedia consists of three music TV networks, three music TV shows. Our distributions with Sony Orchard. We've been with them for 11 years, about 1,000 titles. Um, a film company, did a lot of movies, award-winning film director, producer. Um, I do a lot. I interviewed about close to for my company, about 3,000 people through our uh, programs. Um, my, this is my 20th year for Humag Multimedia. So, uh, Congratulations on cool Thank you, thank you. We do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. And now let me give Rob his own introduction. Coming to you live. Live from the pen. Go. Boom. 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 Rob. Go, Rob. That's my boy. Uh, uh, Go, Rob. That's my boy. He's not going to sign you. He's not going to sign you. Stop. (laughs) You know I know how to catfish, right? Uh, Hire me. I'm your girl. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't catfish. When uh, when when a lot a lot of people sent me a lot of questions to ask you, mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to be on here, so I want to get into some of those. Um, the main independent artists that sent me a lot of questions. Huh? So, like the first question um, came from Terry in Jacksonville, Florida. He says, "How would you get started in the music industry if you've never been in it before?" That's a loaded question. The There's like question. a million things you have to do. Like number one, make sure you're good. Like what I would probably do is 
just to test yourself, try to get some free tracks and record some stuff, on, you know, just without trying to invest in yourself, just to see if you can actually do it. Once you start doing it and feel comfortable, then I will go ahead and try to pay for some original tracks and go into a studio. And then once you do that, um, making the music is only like 10 to 15% of what you have to do. The next is the promotion, um, make sure you have a social media following. There's so many elements to it right now. I mean, it sucks because like 20, 30 years ago, it's all you had to do was be an artist. But now you have to do everything. So um, if you're, you have to be like 100% passionate, live, love, eat, die this music industry because it is tough. Um, it's the greatest business in the world. It's the greatest. This and sports, I say the two greatest and the two hardest businesses in the world. So you have to have thick skin. You got to be prepared because people are going to lie to your face and tell you it's good when it's not. And then people are going to tell you it's not when it is. So it's just you have to want it. So if you're getting into it kind of late, don't be discouraged you're getting into it, but just be ready. It's going to be a rocky road. But if you are powerful enough of a person, you can make it happen easy. You just got to push through it all. So what's the best advice you can give an independent artist who, let's say they're good, they've recorded some music, they're out there, and they're obviously competing with like bigger artists. Mm-hmm. What do you think is their best approach? I always say you got to think inside the box and outside the box. Um, the inside the box means, let's say you have a great song, you have to focus on your your uh, social media, your YouTube, everyone tells you this kind of stuff. And it sucks. Like You shouldn't have to worry about that as an artist, but you do, unfortunately. You have to build that following and figure out different strategies. The outside of the box is figuring out how to bring people to the inside of your box. Because now you have all your social media and YouTube. So what? A million other people do too. At least now you're up to par. And now you think of unique strategies to bring people over to see who you are. So it's just coming up with different things. It's, it's You can't do cookie cutter stuff. If everyone's going left, you have to go right. If everyone's going right, you got to figure out how to go around the wall. You got to figure out different things. And it's a full-time job just trying to figure out strategies. But if you can do it, it's the greatest thing in the world. You just got to figure out how to do it. Cool. Who are some of the artists? I know this is a loaded question too, because you've worked with everybody. (laughs) But who are like some of the biggest names that you've worked with? I hate answering that question. But to me, all my artists are superstars. Uh, I tell you what, I've been with WhoMag. We've interviewed 3,000 people. And whoever I say is the biggest in someone else's opinion, somebody else is bigger. You know, because, you know, in music, we, I interviewed everyone from Pitbull to Robin Thicke to Katy Perry to George Clinton, Run DMC, Public Enemy, Gamble and Huff. I don't know, I'm just looking at pictures on my wall. Just John Legends. Yeah, I'm just picking out pictures on the wall of people that I've interviewed. But, you know, someone may be a sports fan, like so Sean Alexander or Rashid Wallace, or some Bernard Hopkins could be bigger to them, and some EDM, some EDM fans. We uh, interviewed some of the biggest EDM artists in the world, too. So it depends who you're speaking to. And as far as distribution, uh, like I said, we have a thousand releases. We have a Grammy award-winning record, a couple of number one Billboard records. So, But those names may not be recognizable to you, where some other names may be. So it's kind of like, you know, I, I love all my artists, and I appreciate them for rocking with me this long. You know, so I don't have any preferences over which one's bigger than the others. Because to me, as long as you're pushing a hard, we rocking together as a team. We rock together as a team. So, so how was that? Is that good? That's a, that. That's good. So, okay. is Pitbull really is Pitbull really like two feet, like everybody says? Are they what? Is he really like two feet, like everybody Who? says? Pitbull. Pitbull. Pitbull was Pitbull. Man. Pitbull. I gotta say, was one of the coolest guys I've met. 
Um, and I interviewed a lot of people. Pitbull, they hit me up to interview him in New York. I went up there and it was for another magazine shoot. And we we're doing our interview video. And they had all this food set out for him. He pulled me inside and said, listen, this is my food, but it's your food. Take whatever you want. So my mm-hmm. camera guy pretty much ate three quarters of the food. <laughs> but he didn't care because he was going out later anyway. So he housed all of his food and he gave me a great interview. And uh, he was just mad cool. I don't know. He was just a cool, relaxed guy. But uh, thank you for all the great food. It was That was a while ago. But that was that was some good. Sorry, sorry to the other guy. <laughs> well, can you tell him to send us some food? Because I like food. Well, this one back then is probably stale and green and nasty by then, but you know, uh, you can see if there's any leftovers. <laughs> so, who has been the most difficult artist that you've worked with? Uh, there's a few, but I'm not going to mention names on that either. I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, throw it out there. Um, I, could tell you, I could tell you situations without saying names. Um, we had one performance where the guy cursed but we were filming him and he was upset that we caught him cursing so he pulled me aside and he actually made a public display about me filming him after that even though we got the permission to do it because he cursed and he pulled me aside later and explained to me why he did it i'm like well <laughs> listen man if you gotta do is tell me not to put it out i won't put it out don't be putting me out there like that that was kind of whack um what else we have always always experiences we had one situation i was at an old school hip-hop event and um, we asked this one artist for an interview and he said yeah then we started interviewing him he just started going off on us about how media takes all these hip hop artists and disrespect them which is totally not what we do at all so then he stormed off then he came back and said I'm ready for an interview I'm like okay and then he got then like I didn't want to do anything with him at that point and then he kept hitting on me like yo man I want to do an interview after I'm like, all right, we'll do an interview. So we did, and he started cursing again on the microphone. So then he and he did it the third time. He went up on stage in front of all these people, and I knew a lot of them, and just started saying, all oh, these media is trying to come out to us and ask us questions. We started, he was just started going off. And one of the guys actually kicked him out. Deuce Party was actually kicked him off stage. <laughs> but then he came back to me again. Yo, let's do another interview. Ready? And I'm just like, yo, I know he was drunk. But it's like, yo, man. Um, but I could tell you one story too. It was my fault. Was when I first started going to New York to do interviews, um, I went with Sean Alexander had a private party, Seattle Seahawks with MVP, NFL MVP. And he had this private party. And, you know, I'm used to going to Philly parties. So Philly, we start like 10, 11 o'clock. We're done at like two, three in the morning. So we go up to New York to interview Sean Alexander. And it was, it was a, Sean Alexander and a Mary J. Blige and a Talib Kweli party. So we go, we got to like 12, place is empty. He sat around for like an hour. Like, no one's come to this. The bartender's like, here, man. So I started giving me and my boy, my camera guy, free drinks. We got trashed. It was like three in the morning. Everybody comes in. So now I have to interview Sean Alexander. I'm seeing like double. <laughs> it was like the wackest interview I ever did. And he was cracking on me the whole time because he knew I was drunk. But that was the last time I drank during an event because of that. And that was a while ago. And I don't drink when I do stuff like that anymore. So. Yeah, they can get kind of wild in Philly. That was New York. That was actually, I remember the name of the club. That was a Philly club. That was was the, no, the New York, that was a New York club. And I'm trying to remember what it was called. Um, I think it was in New York too. Who, who was, uh, Sus One was the DJ. 
Just us one? No. Who was the guy? Oh, was the first one? Was it? it was it was the guy. It was the guy. Who's the big DJ now? And um, with Angeli, he broke Angeli. What's his name? Um, on Sirius XM. Um, Angeli used to be on the show. He had the morning show on Sirius XM. Oh, okay. um, I know who you're talking about too. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, yeah, I don't he was he was, I just can't remember said my mom, but he was a great guy. He was, I interviewed him twice so much. He's always been a good guy. But anyway, yeah. So there, there's some situations. Cool. So what new projects do you have coming out on Humad? Oh my God, there's so many things. I know today we actually dropped our Humad Distribution Essentials Volume 3. Uh, volume 1 is our hip-hop one. And this is when it's autographed by all the hip hop artists from Grandmaster D, signed this, Ice T, uh, Grandmaster Kaz signed it, uh, Hashi from UMCs, Mikey D, um, DJ Caesar from Sirius XM signed it, a lot of people signed it. Lush One from um, King of the Dot, Job Volume Two, which, you know, somebody else could be, you know, Tony and the Key is on there. <laughs> this is the R&B joint. This is the R&B joint. You know, it has Force MDs, Trav Torch, Leah Jania from The Voice, a lot of other artists on this one, too. And today we dropped volume three, which is uh, a w- Women's of the World. For Women's History Month, we wanted to do something kind of cool. So we did a women's seating, and it was um, women around the world. And some of our favorite essential women tracks, we have some from Dubai, Qatar, Australia, and all over the U.S. So um, it came out. The physicals are coming, but digitally it dropped today. So I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. Yes. So everybody go out and um, buy that CD, stream it, stream all the CDs. Stream it everywhere. Umag Distribution Essentials, volume one, two, and three. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you guys stream my song the most on volume two. Yes. Yeah. that out there? <laughs> <laughs> And then when you're done, stream the rest. <laughs> right, right. Listen to Nikki's first. Where did they go, George? Where did they go? <laughs> <laughs> so what can we expect from you in 2021? I mean, you're always doing big things. So um, I have this massive, massive secret project that I've been working on. Um, and I'm hoping to announce it soon. It's been pretty much shut me down the last two weeks um, consumed in this thing. It's, it's going to be hopefully something It's going to be one of those hit or miss. I always swing big. I swing as big as possible. So I'm always thinking like, what's the biggest thing I can do? And this opportunity came around. I pulled in the right people. The next thing you know, we got the situation. So I have a call. What's hanging up with you guys? I have another, another call. Well, the contracts and um, you know, I want to talk about that because I can't. <laughs> so let me talk about what I can talk about. Um, we're going to drop some more compilations. I think the rest of them are going to be digital. We have um, Humag Distribution Essentials Volume 4 is probably going to be our pop version. We're going to have a gospel version. We're going to have a rock version, an EDM version as well. And then uh, we're probably going to switch up from Essentials to a different name and just make it all hip-hop. We have a lot of hip-hop records. and Maybe monthly compilations. I don't know. It's always doing something cool. I always trying to figure out what other people aren't doing which is why I think we have grown the way we are. Um, for example, like the way I look at my company, like back in college, I went to Rider University. I was one of the head guys in the fraternity house. So the way I look at my company now, I almost run it like I ran a fraternity house, like a fraternity sorority house, where we're the cool guys on campus. 
Like if you have the distro kids, your tune core CD babies, you can't talk to anybody. There's nothing that goes on there. Here we do parties, we do events, we do playlists, and we work with radio stations. We make it a fun experience where other distributions is just distributions, just plain. And they're all trying to figure out ways to compete with each other, but no one's making it an experience. So we try to do a little extra stuff. Like these CDs is just something extra I did for my clients. So just bringing some fun back in the music industry. So yeah. So has the industry, because I mean, like I know you've been in the industry for a long time mm-hmm. and um, you've been everywhere and worked with like lots of artists. Do you think the industry is harder now than it was then? Um, it's different. I mean, if you're an artist back then, it was so hard to get a deal. So now that everyone get a deal, it's so much harder to blow because there's so many outlets. Some people just to, you can make a song on the laptop. As long as you're not getting the keychain pocket area I've been getting all day, you can, you can record a song on your laptop and you can put it out on your own and break in yourself. So it's no longer about making the music. It's more about promoting yourself. I think one of the problems now is the reasons why it was so great back in the day is because the labels I used to work at Polygram back in the day. It was all about a team, just different departments. Like you could be an artist and you have your A&R, which then goes to you have a company that tells you how to talk in interviews. You have the promotional, you have the radio department, distribution does a lot of the mail-ins. There's so many divisions. Now it's artists trying to do everything by themselves, which is, you know, and you watch these blogs, they tell you to do it yourself. But so to me, it's all like propaganda because they're trying to make artists feel good about themselves. But the thing is, in the day, you still need a solid team. If you want to be an artist, be an artist, but other, you still need other people on your team to help you. You know, and that's what helps people get bigger is the, is the team that they surround themselves with. So it's definitely harder in some, some aspects, easier in others, and it's going to keep changing. I mean, this industry, technology makes technology, so it always gets quicker and quicker and quicker. So, I mean, I've been doing the distribution for 11 years now on my own, and um, I've seen the changes from CDs to iTunes to now the streaming and who knows what's next. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think about all the talk about, like, you know, the streaming companies, they all pay, you know, like different rates, Mm -hmm. which I think some artists still don't understand why. Um, Can you give us any insight on that? So what people don't understand is that that price they pay fluctuates every month. It's never the same price because it's really it's a number based off of how many subscribers versus how many artists versus how many song plays. And that's where they get the algorithm number. Um, with Spotify, they pay out two different ways. One is if you're a paid subscriber, one if you have the free account, which is run off of ads, which is why there's a price difference between the two. But I mean, with YouTube, now they have the YouTube paid version, the red, they pay a little more if you go that way, but most people don't have YouTube music. They use the free YouTube and it's all off of ads. So when YouTube doesn't have ads to run, or they have these ones that, because it's all off a bidding system, that's why YouTube pays out the, the least. And it's terrible. It, it's absolutely terrible that you can work so hard and get so many streams and just make a couple of dollars after all of your work. And, um, you know, there's ways people are trying to figure out how to go to like OnlyFans and do your own little thing. But at the end of the day, the audience is so trained to get stuff for free right now that it's hard to convince them to spend 99 cents to support our friends right. because they're so used to getting it for free. And it's everywhere. If you want a song, you just go to YouTube and play it. You can go to Spotify, free account and play it. 
like why would you need to pay for it is what people think so you have to be creative with your ways and do strategies and build up your value so people understand your value and you know i see people post this all day but it is true people will support a celebrity before they'll support you your friends and it sucks but again people just expect free stuff so um i always pay for my artist music they will give me something i'm leaving by because i like to support them or they stream and put on my playlist or something but it, it's i wish i wish it would turn around i wish i wish there's a way that people start making more money off this industry i wish there's other strategies especially now with covid and all the shows are shut down you know that was a big income source for a lot of artists and that's gone and now we have streaming and merch so now with merch all the digital merch when COVID first hit, I saw a lot of artists like bump the prices up because they were scared enough to make this to make more money. But you remember your audience is now making less money. So mm-hmm. they're not going to but they should have done was cut in half or try to figure out how to reduce it to sell more. Right. So but merch is in the everyone's home, people aren't buying shirts to go out. They're not going anywhere. I mean now people are starting to get back out, which is good. But you have to just keep you can't just keep doing what people are doing yet think outside the box there's so many outside the box ways to make money in the industry you just have to think differently than everybody else cool all right so speaking of who mag artists we're going to get into the song by lady bane mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and keep talking so we're going to play pure love by lady bane her album oh, dropped today too oh it lady, did that's right her, lady bane's her album, album dropped limitless dropped limitless dropped today yes so everybody, make sure you go out. We just had Lady Bane here on the show. She's an amazing person. Her yes, new album. I love today. her song. <laughs> make sure you go out and buy the album. Make sure you give her those streams. She needs all that. Yes. So we're gonna. Don't play worry, I'll be out buying the album. Said <laughs> Nice. Took away the cure Boy, you made me love you What can a girl endure? I'm 
Welcome back. That was Lady Bane, Pure Love. Remember her album dropped today. Limitless. Everybody go out, support, support independent artists. Women's History Month. Support women. So we're here with, <laughs> with Rob Schwartz. Yes. That's one of his Who Mag distribution artists. Technically, she's under the Force MDs distribution. Okay. So we and these, and she's to them through us. Yes. So shout out to the Force MDs. Hey, guys. <laughs> they are funny. Hey I like them. They are so funny. Yes, they are. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about um, some of the TV stuff that you have, TV shows that you have going on. So I have four shows, three music, one comedy. So music-wise, Who Mag TV, I launched in 2007. Um, we started it. It stemmed from a, a DVD. Here we go. This is the DVD that started it all. This was 2005. This is when it was on Blockbuster. We're the first DVD magazine. <laughs> Walmart, Target, Netflix is the very first hip-hop thing ever in Netflix. When Netflix was the man, this was 2005. And then we were making volume two. I got a call from Europe and his network, Cool TV. He's like, hey, we love your show. I mean, love your DVD out here. Can you make it to a TV show? And I had no idea I had to make a TV show. So uh, my camera guy decided to move to Vegas on me. So I had to teach myself how to film and how to edit. So I made um, I made uh, my first six episodes for Mag TV. 2007, aired in Europe, 120 million households throughout Sky TV, brought it back to the U.S. The first U.S. network to air it um, was Colors TV on Dish, and that's when I decided it was coincidentally the day I just was done with finance. I did finance for 10 years. So I left that world on October 9th, 2009, and went full-time to TV and distribution. So Humag launched to, um, then. 2012, I launched a TV network called uh, iFame TV. It's the very first urban channel ever on Roku. Uh, then we launched a spinoff show called DMTV, which is the EDM dance music show. And a show called, we launched, we aired Video Vision before. Video Vision was like a filler show. We used to air in New York on MNN, and they wanted a new show every single week from us. And I couldn't make Who Mag shows every week, so we started doing this video show. And I shut it down. And everyone kept asking me for the show. So I brought it back, just restructured the program with different host each episodes, and it got huge. It got really big. So um, that's our third music show. And then I do a comedy show called Saturday Morning Co- Saturday Night Comedy Show with Bob Sumner, who was the co-creator of HBO Def Comedy Jam, with my boy Jed Curtis. So we've been doing that for about two years before COVID hit and shut us down because it's a live comedy show. So, uh, so I talked to Jed last week about bringing it back. So it was strategizing of bringing it back. But those are my four programs. Um, but TV networks, Humag Multimedia, iFame TV, and Video Vision are also my networks. So they're Apple, Roku, Google Play, Fire Stick, HumagTV.com, uh, free cell phone app, everywhere. So make sure you guys check that out, whomagtv.com. You can yeah. also see letters with a pin there. Every you sure can. Out. There's another show, too. I don't know if you can see these pictures here. Uh, let me see if I can wrap this around. I got this chart. 
So there was a pretty big show back in the 80s and 90s called Dance on Air, Dance Party USA. I actually brought it back. I remember that show. I mean, I was a kid, but I remember that show. Yeah, so Fuse picked it up. I was a director of the show, but I directed it, edited it. So Fuse TV Network aired. There was a reality show, and it was called Saturday Morning Fever. And it was me bringing back Dance on Air. So I had two shows on Fuse, which was, that was like 2016. Nice. Yeah, so it was pretty cool having two shows on Fuse, that Dance on Air and Saturday Morning Fever. So, so now how, cool. do you, how do you pick and choose the artists that you work with? Like, I know, like, you're not just going to work with any artists. So for those that are listening, how do you pick and choose who you work with? It kind of goes back to that, um, that like, fraternity party idea where it's all really referrals. You can't really get into the secret club unless you someone brings you in. That's kind of how we work. Like, we get submissions all day. But if I don't know you or someone can't vouch for you, I don't want you in. And you can be the greatest artist in the world. It's not about that because the two things we look for is music. The other thing is the person because if we work together, we work together. And if we don't get along, I don't want to be stuck with somebody and have negative energy around me when I do things. I do great events. My last birthday I did, my birthday party, I had 350 people. It was right before COVID hit. Um, Hennessy sponsored Belvedere sponsored it. Pepsi sponsored it. Chinju Japanese Whiskey, Dr. Hops Brewery, Blue Diamond Vodka. We have free liquor for everybody. It was free to get in. It was insane. I had 17 of my artists perform. And I wasn't invited? <laughs> yeah, you're part of the fraternity or sorority. That's how I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need like, an invitation. I would have been the life of the party. You know, I got there to the robot. Hey. I, it was insane. We had uh, 17... Uh, my artist performed. That I had nine secret performers perform. I always, I never tell anybody who my celebrities are, because I don't want them coming for that reason. But right. like this, Master Ace performs. Yeah. Master Ace, Just Ice, Kango Kid, Nucleus, Rodney C, Tiski Valley, Grandmaster D from Houdini DJed it. Um, Full Force was there. Force MDs were there. Dinko D from Leaders of the New School was there. Jermaine Jones from American Idol. Um, there's a lot of people. A lot, a lot of reality stars. My boy from TV Real World, Josh Cologne was there. He always comes by. Jervis from Survivor always comes by. Um, but again, I don't tell anybody who comes. And I don't make like little VIP rooms. Like everyone, to me, it's a family. So there's no VIP. Everyone's just talking to each other. Everyone's having the greatest time. And I mean, how can you not? It's free liquor. It's, it's like top shelf liquor. You know, but it's it's a private party. Like people, it's it was at a TV network. I shut down this TV network and had it in there like it was an event. Because I don't I don't do the nightclubs. I don't make it look like it's something that anyone can do. So I never do it that way. It has to be a cool thing, cool vibe. And that's where we get all the sponsorship. See, uh, by the way, C4 Energy Drink also they sponsor all of our stuff. So C4 was there. In fact, I had a special. Oh, I bring it. C4 gave me a special exclusive little bottle. They have this new Pop Rock C4 Energy Pop Rocks coming out, and I have a copy before it came out. But I guess I left it. Yeah, so um, it's always a lot of fun. And I, th- I did throw one during Halloween. I threw a mission night party. Rasby from B2K is one of my artists. He flew out from Atlanta. Um, and it was another insane party. And during COVID, during Halloween, I had wow. 200 people come out to my party. Yeah, we kept it outdoors. We kept it safe. All the- We had 14 of my artists perform. I bought all disposable covers for the microphones. So everybody was safe. Broadcast live on 98.5 FM. It was it was pretty insane. It was pretty cool. 
But again, that comes to doing the cool stuff. And that comes from me running the parties at a fraternity house. Like I know how to do this kind of stuff. And and like everyone was thanking me, all the artists, because it's the first time they got to perform since COVID. And this was end of October, beginning of November. And these most of these artists hasn't performed since January, February, even March. So it was like I always try to figure out what artists need and try to help provide that for them. Cool. So now um, if somebody wanted to submit something to you, like how would they do that? Where should they go? Um, well, you can always go to whomagdistribution.com. But again, we're, we're very careful with pickup. So, you know, you has got to be careful what you give us. Um, I do talk to every single artist. When we something we want, we'll call and we have a call first. Without like a district kid to enforce CDB, but we just submit something and it goes out. People think that's what we are. So I get a lot of people hit me up on social media, like, yo, I want distribution. It's like when I get people hit me up, I never even respond. Because to me, it's like off the bat, like I already can tell I don't want to, if that's how you're going to talk to me, that's not how I want to be talked to. Like I have a professional company, you know what I'm saying? I want people to, I treat everybody with respect, you know, you know that. So it was to expect the same. So you know, if you do reach out to me, just make sure it's a nice email. You know, like we're always looking for new artists as long as, you know, but it's all, like I said, it's all a lot of referrals. Like a lot of people come through people. But if it's something that does squeak through the cracks and comes in, I'm like, wow, this is cool. We will set up a call, fill you out first. If it's something we feel is good and we work together, we work together. Cool. So you guys heard it here on Letters from the Pen. Don't be sending no nasty emails talking about what's up distribution <laughs> yes because i'm broad security and there we go our hashtag throw them hands d let's do it <laughs> and we don't want that me no. okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Good. we good oh my god <laughs> so rob um thank you for joining us absolutely um we are definitely going to have you back again when we do um our live music review mm-hmm. so we can um get some of your feedback on some of these tracks that artists are sending in Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so can people hit you up on social media to find you or everything's who mag i'm the easiest guy to find everything's who mag i'm opposed like my picture <laughs> yeah one shoulder this way we go there we go <laughs> shout out the black hat and the black shirt i'm like looking at myself oh, do you have any shout outs rob before we get out of here Shout out to all of my artists that believed in me from day one who rock with me, who everyone who's been down, um, all the positive energy, all of the fans who supported us, everyone that watches our TV shows over the, and been around with us for the last 20 years. It's been 20 years. Shout out to all the people in the future that are going to be rocking with us too. We got, I know we have a lot of big labels we just signed recently. I'm keeping quiet until we actually announce it, but um. Shout out to everyone, man. And make sure you get the Humac Distribution Essentials Volume 1, 2, and 3. You can buy them 3 drop today, Women of the World. We've got some incredible women from all over the world on that one. And uh, we got some big announcements. Probably in about two weeks, we'll, hopefully by then we'll be able to make this big announcement. And I'm really excited about this. I'd like, I've, I think last time I was as excited as probably when I launched iFame, probably 2012. With, that was almost 10 years ago when we just destroyed the whole world with iFame. So we're about to do something pretty cool if it goes as planned. But um, otherwise, that's it, man. Easy to find. Humagdistribution.com. You can go to humagtv.com as well if you don't have a Roku, Apple, Google Play, Fire Stick. If you don't have a cell phone, (laughs) download our app. (laughs) But if you don't, you can always go to humagtv.com and see some incredible 
talent, incredible shows, including Letters from the Pen and uh, Who Mag TV, DMTV, Video Vision. We got so many incredible podcasts, TV shows, hip hop, uh, music based movies, uh, programs, thousands of music videos. There's nobody on OTTs. There's nobody on Roku, Apple, Google Play touching my channel. Nobody. I can guarantee you, I'll put money on it. There's no one touching our channel. We got the whole Dance USA catalog. So, yeah. You guys heard it first here on Letters from the Pen. Join us every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and every other Monday at 8 p.m. Standard Time. Tune in right here, Letters from the Pen. Peace, guys. Till next week. Yeah.